Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I, um, like I say, every morning I go through the news. <laughs> and it's, it's not good. You know, it's, it's almost depressing. If you, uh, wanted to get depressed, I guess you could. <clears throat> I don't want to, though. So, uh, let's start out the day going to the Lord in prayer. All right? For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you. We bow before you, O God. We praise you for who you are, the great I Am. For your love and your grace and your mercy. We thank you, Father, that you are a loving and forgiving Father. And all you want is for your children to come to you. We ask, Father, for your protection. We ask, Father, for your wisdom. We ask, Father, for your blessings. Lord, I just pray that you will be as you always are watching over this nation and all your people. For, Lord, we know that we are falling short of what we should be. Perhaps the turmoil we are experiencing now is a little bit of a reprimand for our misbehavior, which we deserve. But, O God, we do come before you as anxious children, as we live in the consequences of our sins and our apathy. Grant us your grace and your wisdom. Give us a righteous anger, Father, and a boldness and courage. And may we stay in your word and in your will. For such a time as this, I pray. Amen. I also, as I was going through this morning's uh, news, I saw this little meme that I thought I would share. This is for all my farmers and my ranchers and family and friends that, that are out here in the country. It says, sending Biden to the Oval Office is like sending a small child out to bale hay. And in this picture, it had... You know, the hay field, and there's just a little path through there, and here goes a little child waddling through there. I think that's putting the situation a bit simplistic, but I think we know if you put a child in a position to do a man's job, an adult's job, it will be royally messed up, not done, or it will be destroyed, whatever the outcome is, and possibly 
there will be injuries to others. We are watching before our eyes a nation being destroyed. Is it because O'Biden lacks knowledge? Or is it because O'Biden is being used? Or is it because O'Biden is owned by China? Or is it being purposely done to destroy a once prosperous nation and to punish others who believe in a free republic? I actually believe the answer to that is all of them, all the above. While currently we are extremely upset with the left, the Democrats leading the way to slap America in the face and destroy our history, remove it, destroy our freedom, and bring a nation down to a level of, or lower, other third world countries. Yet, the rhetoric of politicians, left, right, and center, is growing quite tiresome to most Americans. I mean the ones who are awake, not to be mistaken for the ones who are woke, but awake to their dastardly deeds and the consequences of their actions and their legislations. This is another little meme I saw this morning, and the quote is by George Orwell. Political language is designed to make lies sound truthful, murder respectable, and to give an appearance of solidity to pure wind. Now think about that. The quote was a meme with a photograph of a pig. Today we are caught in a nation without rights. Oh, we still have them because those things come from God. But our elected, some who are illegitimately elected, are practicing tyranny and do all they can to oppress you, the American citizens. There are things we are not allowed to say. Have you noticed that? You cannot say, even though we've listened to it for four years prior, you cannot say the election was stolen or that Biden, oh, Biden is an illegitimate president. You cannot say climate change is a hoax. Pandemic was a tool or the left to inflict pain or justify legal, illegal mail-in ballots. You can't say those things. Or that, oh, Biden is not all there. (laughs) Or that masks don't really work. It's safe to open schools. You're not allowed to say he, she, her, or him. You're not allowed to say transgender males are not girls. Science only matters when it's paid for and manipulated. You're not allowed to say that either. Well, you get the picture. As American citizens... We are not allowed to question the elite and their intentions. We are witnessing an insurrection in Congress this week, the tearing down of justice for the implementation of political punishment. Punishment to a man that they still fear, and to the people who believed in what he said about making America great. You're not allowed to say that either. It's got to be built back better. And I'm not sure who they're building it back better for. 
While there are some things they don't want us to say, and they call you insurrectionists for thinking or saying certain things, we need to hold fast to our God and our faith and our constitutional republic. While they, the elected elite, choose to ignore and legislate over it, we must realize we are the ones who hold it. Have you read it lately? While there are things they do not want us to say or question, there are some stories that should forever be told. Our history is a beautiful story. America is unique to any other nation. Tell those stories of our history and our founding fathers, of your ancestors. Tell them over and over and over again and study our history. Study it and understand it. Be not confused by the rhetoric of politicians. Speak up always. I have a, a little meme that I've had or a little poster, whatever you call it. I need to get it printed up and frame it. But it's got a picture of the patriot with the three-cornered hat standing there with his rifle. And it says, I will not compromise. I will not comply. I will not submit. I will not bow. I will not break. I will not roll over. I will not sit down. I will not shut up. I will not go quietly. I will not give up. I will not surrender. How do you feel this morning, America? Will you surrender to their elite, tyrannical ways? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we will be right back. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website cseetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. 
If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I think it's amazing how the elite, how the government, those Congress people, particularly the Democrats, and there are many, many Republicans, so get it straight, folks. The enemy is around us, remember? But they don't want you to even question the election. And in these hearings, and I've watched very little of it because I just, I could not stomach it. What the left has presented against the President of the United States is abhorrent. They say the reason was because he said the election was stolen. And he'd been saying it for a long time. Yeah, he had. All of us were aware of what was going on. They were making it very obvious what was going on. But you're not supposed to pay attention to the man behind the curtain or the Democrats, you know, with the pallets of the ballots and all this and that going on. Yesterday, and uh, Mindy wanted me to go ahead and send her my monologue. Well, my monologues are written so that I can read them, so they're just a little a little weird. So I took uh, yesterday's uh, monologue and turned it into an article, and uh, she has that posted on her New Territory Media website. And you can go to my website and click on the New Territory Media, and you'll, you'll see it there. And we're going to probably put it on my website, too, on my blog. I'm pretty bad about not putting my stuff on the blog. I write all the time, but I don't ever seem to get it posted. We've got so much going on in the office here. But I, I titled it, Americans Be Like Musk Oxen. Remember the uh, heroes that uh, came up with this, uh, or attributed to the quote, 
the enemy is in front of us, the enemy is behind us, the enemy is to the right of us, to the left of us. Uh, they can't get away now. They can't get free this time. Let's pray that that's true. And it told the story of the muskoxen and how they, how they form a circle around the young to protect them. Well, those of us who are in my age group or older or maybe a little bit younger, we need to be forming that musk oxen circle around our young Americans. Even though some of our young Americans are the ones who are attacking. We need to form that circle around them. And we need to protect this nation. Protect, protect the republic. I had a letter today. Um... We're going to be calling her later if she's listening. Um, I'm not going to give her name out of protection. She says, hi, good patriot. We're living in turbulent times, but we both know God is in charge, so we'll be okay. We'll be okay. You know how encouraging that is. She sent a little card here, heartfelt thanks for all you have done, and it's a patriotic card with a quote from Ronald Reagan on the front. Life is one grand, sweet song, so start the music. All is not lost in America, although we we want we don't want to believe it, but the, the election was stolen. And I had Rudy find the... Uh, Time article, <coughs> excuse me, that tells exactly what they did. And yet in Congress, you know, this week they're arguing the fact that the president lied and he, he it caused an insurrection of his people. His people, not you, not you, not me, not American people. His people. To become angry. And yet time after time after time, it was the left that was promoting attacks on the conservatives in this nation. And anybody who worked for Donald Trump, anyone who was in the president's administration, if you remember Sarah Huckabee and her husband and her children were attacked verbally and harassed in a restaurant to where they had to leave. And then we had restaurants putting up signs, conservatives not welcome here. What kind of freedom is that in America? Well, we have this article. It's very lengthy. I've got it down to, I think, 13 pages. But um, it tells. Now, it's on the left side, so they're justifying everything that they did. And they kind of leave a few things out intentionally. But you get the gist of it. And I have another article. That I will not, I, well, I may, I mean, I'm reading it to you, because I've just been hanging on to things. It's called, now, when I tell you about these, these, these articles, and I tell you about these news sources that I believe are trustworthy, I hope that you are looking at them. Discover the networks is vital for you to learn about these politicians. You learn their history, where they're coming from. And it isn't good. It isn't good when you find out who they really are. 
But this one's coming from American Greatness, and it's written by Nicholas Waddy. The grand old party, royally screwed or soon in, to inherit the throne, and he's got a question mark. He goes through this article, and he talks about the stolen election, and he talks about the insurrection, and then there's another person in that same in that same uh, website that told the story of the BLM activist who was rallying to invade the Capitol. I can't read it to you because of the foul language in it, but I think you've seen his quotes. I think you've seen this man. His name is John E. Sullivan. He's a BLM activist. He's an angry young man, and he was ready to cause a lot of trouble. They have video and audio of him saying, burn it down, burn it down, burn it down. It was, he's not a Trump supporter. Now, I'm not to say, and I will not say, that uh, there weren't some Trump folks that did some things they shouldn't have done that day. They got a little carried away. But the insurrection, as they so put it, even though that is the people's house, and the people should not be walled out of their own house. It was not an insurrection. It got out of hand. And another thing you're not allowed to say is, nobody, nobody had guns. Everyone was unarmed, including the young woman who was shot as she was sneaking in a window. The officer that died was not shot, and now there's a whole lot of questions around that. Not that he's not a hero, we're not saying that. But his death was possibly not from somebody, the hands of someone else. And the media tells you five people died that day in that storm into the Capitol, but that's not true. One person died that day. The police officer died later. There were others in the city that died, but it was from heart attacks and other things that that took their lives, not sneaking into the Capitol or rioting into the Capitol. What I have said before, I will say again. What scared those in the house that day weren't the few that were coming in. It was the many that were not coming in. There were, and you don't hear that, you just hear thousands. There were possibly one million people rallying that day in D.C. to no and accept the truth of the election. America was denied that. They will repeat over and over and over again, there is no proof. Nothing has been substantiated. That part is true because they've refused to look at the proof. Anytime a video goes up, 
explaining what happened that day, showing videos of them counting ballots that just disappeared, that just appeared, excuse me, from under tables, and they were happened to be in suitcases and briefcases, and we have pallets of ballots disappearing and appearing over here and taken over there. <laughs> but they refused to listen to any of that. They refused. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I've been telling you this week, and I actually thought I might read it today, and I decided against it. Um, but it is a, a commentary by Paul Harvey that was done a long time ago, and I just found it. I, I, I love Paul Harvey. I, I wish I could tell Rudy, I wish I could write like Paul Harvey. Um, and then I was, when I got to the end of this, I thought, you know, because I, I was having a little trouble understanding the words and um, just some of the names and the uh, spelling of them. I was uncertain. I said, you know, I had an article a long, long time ago uh, titled 56 Signato- the Signatories. And uh, I realized Paul Harvey took a lot of his information from something like that or that came from, they came from the same sources, let's put it that way. Well, in this called We the People... He talks about one phrase that you should be able to memorize from the Declaration of Independence. And it's in the final paragraph. Our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honors. Sacred honor. And he goes through this and he talks about our memories and what we do remember of our founding fathers. He mentions the cherry tree and George Washington and, and some other things, you know, like the flying the kite with Ben Franklin. But do we remember or do we know and understand who these men were? He mentioned we know the how, we know the why, but did we know the who? And once you find out the who of these people, these men of long ago. You can understand why the Bill of Rights reads the way it does. He talks about in here that for six months, the names of those 56 men who signed the Declaration of Independence was kept secret. For you see, immediately... King George III said it was, can we say insurrection? (laughs) And that they would be hung for treason. These men knew full well when they signed that document that their lives, 
and their fortunes would be in jeopardy. And they were men of wealth, well-educated men. But that meant less to them. And freedom and liberty meant more to them than life itself. It says that Carter Braxton of Virginia, a wealthy planter and trader, saw his, he saw his ships swept away to pay his debts. He lost his home and all of his properties and he died in rags. Thomas Lynch Jr., who signed the pledge also, was a third-generation rice grower, an aristocrat, large plantation owner. After he signed, his wealth failed. His health, I'm sorry, his health failed. His wife and he set out for France to regain his failing health. Their ship never got to France and they were never heard from again. Thomas McKean of Delaware was so harassed by the enemy that he was forced to move his family five times in five months. He served in Congress without pay, his family in poverty and hiding. Vandals looted the properties of Dillery, Climmer, Climmer, I'm sorry, Hall, Gwinnett, Walton, and Hayward, and Rutledge, and Middleton. Thomas Nelson, Jr. of Virginia, he raised $2 million on his own signature to provision our allies, the French fleet. After the war, he personally paid back those loans and wiped out his entire estate, and he was never reimbursed by his government. <laughs> even back then, my friends, even back then. In the final battle at Yorktown, Nelson urged General Washington to fire on his own home, Nelson's own home, which was occupied by Cornwallis. It was destroyed. Thomas Nelson, Jr. had pledged his life, his fortune, and his sacred honor. He knew exactly what he did when he signed that document. The Hessians, they seized the home of Francis Hopkins of New Jersey. Now, I, I was reading this and studying it a little bit and reminding myself, and these are the stories we need to tell over and over and over again. These men of old, as Hamilton said, they had an enthusiasm for liberty. I'm not going to go on and share all of them, but some of them lost their families. They lost their homes. They lost their wealth. They lost everything for your liberty. How many today in Congress do you think would sign such a document? How many today in Congress, even the ones who, who consider themselves conservative, how many of them do you think would really give their all? for liberty of some generation down the line. Not a one of them. 
Paul Harvey pointed out in this in this article that other nations have had revolutions. He said researching about and here to gave he said when he researched it it gave him a whole new dimension to this war and these men. He said all other worlds, revolutions before and since were initiated by men who had nothing to lose. Nothing. But our founding fathers, they had everything to lose. Everything. Except one thing. Freedom. That would be gained. They pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honors. And you've heard me say over and over again, many of them lost their lives. The majority of them lost their fortunes, but not a one of them gave up their sacred honor. Oh, to have men or women like that today. They were not perfect men. They were not saints. But they had something in common. And that was their enthusiasm for liberty. Were these just old white selfish men out of to make a few extra dollars? I don't think so. But that's what the left would have you tell. They were slave owners. Well, not all of them were slave owners. That was one of the things that they even debated when they were putting that Constitution together and even the Declaration of Independence because they needed everybody to be together. They needed that musk oxen to circle around the enemy. And in doing so, they had to compromise. One of them had stated, let us keep this now, and in two years we'll give it up. Well, we know it wasn't two years. It was longer than that before they gave up slavery. But we are the only nation with a proclamation against slavery. The only one. Our men of old, they were wise, they were wealthy, and they were brave and honorable men. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I hope I'm encouraging you. Because when we tell these stories, it should give us that enthusiasm and liberty to rise up, because America will always rise up and conquer the enemy, even if it's within. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. And we'll be right back. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. 
And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 6168 and use the promo code Bethann to get 30% off plus free shipping. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-990-6716. 800-990-6716. That's 800-990-6716. 800-990-6716. 
6716. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want to remind you to tell those stories over and over again. And I have uh, some of those things on in articles if you want those. Uh, they're in books. Get, get the Constitution book, the textbook from Phil Winkler. I think it's $50 or $55, but it is an excellent, excellent source. And it's a textbook. So he's got it over here, and then he's got the explanation over here. I mean, it's it's excellent. I don't know how else to put it. We have got to remember whose we are. The sacrifices that brought us here. How can we say, well, it's gone now. Just give it up. If they stole the election like it appears that they did, then we haven't got a chance. Really? Really? Do you really think we no longer have a chance? I don't. I think we do. I, I, it looks bleak. I'll admit that. And I've been discouraged. But we have got to be determined. Do you have an ounce of that founding father blood running through you? This is coming from... And uh, he is um, he is with uh, Phyllis Schlafly Group now, has been for a long time, was before she even passed away. He does a radio show. He's on at the same time I am, so you can always listen to his podcast, okay? <laughs> he says, good morning. Although we face tough challenges, conservatives should not allow themselves to despair. Remember that Americans can always find a way to rise up and figure out how to fight through it. Also, don't forget that we are a nation built on faith in Almighty God. His power goes far beyond our infinite abilities. Mike Lindell has put a two-hour video together with interviews and proof it's called Absolute Proof. Get it. Download it. Whatever it takes. And watch it. And share it. Maybe have some of your conservative friends over to watch it. And then maybe a non-conservative friend over to say, these things need to be heard. We were denied our voice. That is a travesty. And they don't even blink an eye at it. America, whether you're lying, whether you're on the right, whether you're on the left, whether you're in the center, you have got to open your eyes and see what is happening in this nation. Swalwell, it's proven without a doubt that he slept with a Chinese spy, literally. Literally in bed with the Chinese spies. And yet he's one of them who dares to get up and tell us the president caused an insurrection. Oh, that this nation would 
have ears to hear and eyes to see and a heart that will turn to God. Yesterday when we were talking to um, Mindy Patterson, I think I printed them off here and I, I just lose my papers. Uh, my boss taught me real well how to lose papers. Um, but in our declaration, not our declaration, I mean, our Bill of Rights, you know, when I read about these founding fathers and how their their land was taken from them, their homes were taken from them, were seized. Do you wonder why they have that in there, a well-regulated, why they have it in here that you cannot, no soldier shall in time of peace be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner? Do you wonder why they put that in there? Nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. Well, <laughs> oh, Congress didn't read that last time. They like to make laws. I encourage you this week. This is just Thursday. You you got time. You can do it yet today. You can do it, do it yet this hour. Well, wait till I'm off the air, okay? To read the Bill of Rights. Read each one slowly. And think about the founding fathers and what they lived and did. Think about when Patrick Henry watched a man flogged to death. They flogged him to death. The king's orders. Why? Patrick Henry said, why did this man, what did this man do to deserve this? He was a minister who refused, who refused to take a license from the king, meaning he could only preach what the king wanted him to preach. He could only say what the king wanted him to say. He could only use the scriptures the king wanted him to use. And so the First Amendment reads, Congress, no king. We call them King Congress today because of what they do. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. Right now, they want to tell you you can't preach against homosexuality. They, you can't preach against craziness that's going on in this world. Or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. They don't want you to say a prayer in school. They don't want you to say a prayer on the football field or the basketball game before it begins or the baseball game. Nowadays, they don't even want you to have a national anthem. What has happened in this nation? What has happened is we, the people, the Christians, the American Christians have sat down and allowed these ridiculous things to take place. And they're hurting our children. They're taking our children. No. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition a government for redress of grievances. Yet, we have these this proof of the steel, not just by the left, but by China. Hacking into the Dominion machines and 
turning votes that were Donald Trump's into Joe Biden's. It was stolen. I will not accept that it was not until they prove it to me. We have proof that it was. Can they give us proof that it wasn't other than, no, it wasn't, because I said so. America. The American Christian needs to be a good patriot. Not just for this nation, but a beacon for God, which is what this nation was originally intended to be. You see, it's his nation, it's not ours. We've been the harlots. It's time. It's time to bring America home. Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character, where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence. There is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. Based on LDS principles and a love of country, now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the Temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us, find us online, or in the yellow pages. American Heritage School in American Fork. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. And in school, from a very young age, I was taught that smoking was not acceptable. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think smoking, for everybody, no matter what you say, leads to other things because it just opens the door wider and wider. Other studies have found that if you don't smoke in high school, you probably never will. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped and having the faith in God while I was raised and knowing that there would always be somebody there for me has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.